You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, time time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Look, the magical run of the Prince and Bucks is bound to come to an end. And uh, not, not not an end forever, but was bound to have a couple bumps in the road. Let's, go, yeah, let's co- not call it an end. Let's call it bumps in the road. And last night, Rangers went over Carolina. That was a bump in the road for the Prince of Pucks. But the household of Shime is good today because the girlfriend's a Ranger fan. Yep. Shime bet on Carolina. And so, yes, you lost money. But you have a happy girlfriend in your house. Exactly. And I already made a bet on Tampa Bay minus 175 to win the series. So it's, it's, it's a very easy turnaround for me. I'm not, not too worried about it. Carolina, I mean, to be completely blunt, they, they stunk. They, they flat out stunk. They were awful. They came out flat. They came, I, I didn't understand. I was watching them. I'm like, the Bruins lost to this team? These bunch of jamokes, and that's what we got. So, you know what? Congratulations to the Rangers. I said it in the podcast yesterday. I said, pretty sure the Rangers are the better team, but just Carolina plays so well at home, and they stunk. So good for the Rangers. But you also said, look, it's a, it, here's how it's going to work for me. My girlfriend will be happy, so but I also, get, I also get to bet against the Rangers in the Eastern Conference Finals. Which yep. I, so minus 175, you're all in. Uh, I'm already in. I'm already in. It's not what, zero hesitation here, Mutt. I was, I was locked and loaded, ready to go. All right, so Prince of Pucks was uh, not able to get it done, but we have Western Conference Finals game one tonight. Hell two yeah, teams, we do, baby. Two, team, two teams you like, Shime Time. I love these two teams, uh, and the one thing that sticks out to me, it's the over in this game. <laughs> it's set at seven. Seven is not high enough, Mutt. I would wager to bet that these it's two seven? teams. Yes. In a, re- in a playoff game? Yes, over seven, you get in plus 105. I am going over, <laughs> and I'm going over seven. It's Edmonton, Colorado. These teams are the two best offenses in all of hockey. This is going to be... Uh, it's going to be such a fun, fun series. I'm super excited. Uh, I am, I'm all in on the over. I, do, I want to watch how they play each other first before I decide to start picking money lines or, or puck lines on these teams. But right off the bat, I'm going over seven for sure. See, over seven in game one, zero hesitation shine. We are getting a zero hesitation post-Memorial Day Chris Shine. Minus 175 on the Lightning to win the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, and he's on the over seven goals. What and what, what is our start time tonight? Can I ask? Uh, the start time tonight is 10 eight ten p.m. Oh, that's not bad. No, because it's Better in the Col- NBA Finals. It's in Colorado, okay. so it's just it's only an hour, or two hours behind us. So they're going to start nice. it right at eight ten. Uh, also, I love the idea of a, a Leon Drysidel over one and a half points at plus one fifty tonight. That uh, is very juicy to me. Uh, Drysidel has been the best playmaker in the playoffs. Uh, he just his passing has been tremendous. So I am I'm on the dry sidle over for one and a half points as well. I know you don't want to pick games right now, but if you had your know, gun to your head and I haven't seen the matchups, maybe you have the matchups in front of you. Do you think it's lightning abs? Would that be your pick? And what could people get on odds for that matchup? Do we yes. know what it gets so, to sound like a finals? Uh so my guess is it would be lightning um abs in the finals. I mean, those are the two 
number one seeds, right? Like and you said, and, and by a week and a half ago, you you said pretty strongly on this show the Avs were going to win the Stanley Cup Finals. That yes. was your prediction on the show. Yeah, I just think they're so good. I, I think offensively, they're arguably the best team in hockey, and then defensively on top of that, they are – I think they're underrated on how good their defense is, um, and it's really going to kind of come down to the goaltending, right? Because Andre Vasilevsky for the Lightning is the best goalie in hockey, bar none. It's not even close. This guy is inhuman. But it's going to come down to just can the Avalanche, you know, break the dam. If they can, they are going to beat up on the Lightning. But uh, after they beat up on the Oilers. But- so I'm looking at it now. You can get that Colorado to beat the Lightning in the Stanley Cup Finals at 3-1. to one. Lightning to beat Colorado at just shy of 4-1. to one. I those, like- those are the two odds. I, I, honestly, I would probably put uh, a half a unit on each of those because I, wow. I feel relatively confident that it will be uh, Avalanche Lightning in the Finals. You can also, and I didn't see this with the NBA. I probably missed this. They probably have it. But the FanDuel allows you to bet one team against the field. So you can take Colorado or any of the three other teams. You can take Colorado at plus 120 or any other team at minus 142. The Lightning at plus 210, any other team minus 255. So you're getting Colorado there in that mix. Edmonton plus 540, anyone else minus 770. Or the Rangers at plus 590, anybody else at minus 850. I've never seen those against the field bets. Which again, I, I don't. I don't look at the NHL betting really at all. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, and I'm now officially one in one lifetime after I trailed you uh, yesterday <laughs> in that game and was able to turn it off uh, after the first period. But that's that's kind of interesting. And by the way, just if you want to just bet outright, plus 120 for Colorado, uh, plus two. It, oh, it's the same thing, but you can get the field against them with those other numbers. Yeah, that's okay. pretty cool. So, I like, you. if you if you aren't as confident in the avalanche as I am, like if you're a big lightning guy or you even think they might lose to Edmonton here, I mean, you could take the field against Colorado at minus 140 right now. That's not terrible value. I, I, I if if the matchup suited me better, I, I would like that value, but I just specifically think Colorado's the best team in hockey. So, All right, so Prince of Pucks gets back at it tonight. Western Conference Finals, the over, and uh, what's the player prop again? For uh, the Leon Dreisaitl over a, a point and a half, so he needs two points. All right, we are still days away from game one of the NBA Finals, but there's been action uh, on this series. They've almost uh, quadrupled the bet totals uh, that the Action Network tracks for their public betting and money percentages uh, from where we were yesterday, and the money is pouring in. On Golden State, 81% of the bets and 84% of the money is on Golden State minus 3.5. 77% of the bets and 89% of the money is on the Golden State money line for game one, which has uh, actually gone the other way. Minus 165, now about minus 160 at a bunch of places. Uh, Over-under betting is, uh, you know, at least uh, from a money standpoint even, but there are many fewer bets on the under, speculating there could be some sharp money uh, coming in on the under. I've seen it from 211.5 all the way down to 210 or 210.5 in a couple of places. So the money's pouring in on Golden State. Uh, game one, this, the Golden State Warriors are 7-1 at home as favorites this year in the NBA playoffs. The uh, Celtics are 6-2 and two as road dogs in the playoffs, so something's got to give there. And two sort of non-gambling questions, because we're going to have three full shows to break this down before we get into game one on Thursday. Yep. Um, experience. So we know that the Warriors have been there, done that. They've been in the finals before, although Steph Curry never won an NBA Finals MVP. That's kind of a narrative going into this series. The Celtics do not have anybody on their roster that has played in the NBA Finals. You're already on record as Celtics in six, but from it's a non, it's, there's no real gambling aspect to this, but how are you weighing experience of these two teams 
in the finals, Golden State Boston? I, I think it's a little overblown, and specifically from this angle. Al Horford has played 178 NBA <laughs> playoff games and just never made it to the finals. Yeah. Like, it's not that they don't have experience on this roster. It's just that they don't have NBA finals experience. And I, I think that's okay. Like, experience is great. But it doesn't always work out. It didn't work out for the 07 Patriots. didn't work out for the 2011 Patriots. didn't work out for a lot of teams that have gotten to those finals moments and just, you know, crap the bed. Sometimes yeah. it just happens. Uh, and I think it's more based on the matchup than it is experience. And I think Boston matches up really well with Golden State. Their ability to defend uh, in just so many different ways is I, I don't think – Kendrick Perkins said it's one of the best defenses he's ever seen in NBA history. Yep. I think that might be a little bit of an overstatement, but it's at least one of the best defenses I've seen in the last 10 years. I'll like, go back to what, what Stan Van Gundy said in the Eastern Conference, the, the fake Eastern Conference – well, I mean, it was the real Eastern Conference finals, Celtics and Bucks. Um, he made the point that he had never seen a team chime do a better job defensively with Giannis. No, like, so, Grant so Williams that and Al Horford were remarkable yeah. defensively in that game. And and Marcus Smart, we talked about him. He needed to come back and be the defensive Marcus defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, we knew after an awful game six. It's exactly what he did in game seven. He held Jimmy Butler on like 38 possessions, held him to five points, and then held Kyle Lowry to two points on 12 possessions. So Marcus Smart is back when it comes to being DPOI, and uh, that does not bode well for Golden State. All right, so experience, not a huge factor. I will admit for me early in the series, I, I'm, I'm, I, we're still 48 hours out or whatever I'm I don't have a strong feeling on game one like I think the yep. Celtics can definitely win the series but it would not surprise me in game one Thursday night if there's a little bit of shell shock for the Celtics I think that's Agreed. probably what's going into a lot of the betting being so Golden State centric right now and they're just I think people believe in them more uh, I also think the Celtics it. are coming off of back-to-back seven game series I mean Golden so State has had a lot of time off and we we talked about this when uh, the Celtics started the series with the Heat. You you brought up to me about having rest and stuff like that, and the Heat came out and dominated the Celtics in that game one. I wouldn't be shocked if we see something similar in game one, but I wouldn't overreact. So that's the other thing. So that's the second piece I have here. It's not really, I don't think, gambling-centric, but the health of these two teams. The Celtics, they'll go in as healthy as they have been. They played 12 games in 23 days. Yeah, it's crazy. Those, those two playoff series, 12 games in 23 days after that five-day break they had uh, early in the Eastern Conference semifinals. They'll get their first rest, but they also had to travel. They went from Miami back to Boston. They did not go to San Francisco. They came back here. Then they're going back out to San Fran in the next couple of days. So they have to take some the cross-country flight in particular. We'll see how that affects the knee of uh, Robert Williams. We had uh, Ryan McDonough come on with us uh, on Marloni 4A Mega last week and say that guys that have those sort of issues, they get on a flight, they can be stiff after a flight. Marcus Smart, same thing with the ankle. Golden State's about as healthy as they're going have been all year, and they're getting Gary Payton the second back, I believe. Um, for this. Not an official, but it sounds like he's trending to play after he got taken down in the first round of the playoffs. So how about the health here, Shime? It sounds like you agree the health might be in Golden State's favor early on in the series. Yeah, I think the Celtics are lucky that they get four days off before they have to play a game, right? And, and if I'm yeah. the Celtics, I'm considering flying out on Wednesday. So that stiffness is kind of goes away and, and you get like a full night's sleep and, and you're getting ready for that Thursday game. You get out there early Wednesday and you kind of really acclimate yourself did to the Wick West Did Wick say anything about that today with you guys he on did, the Greg Hill Show? He did not. Okay. Um, and so, and Courtney even asked him about it. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he said, Mark, you know, the injuries will come out Thursday or noon or whatever. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm worried about Marcus and Rob. Those are the guys I'm yeah. worried about. I, it, it doesn't seem to me that anybody else on this roster looks or appears to be very hurt. 
Um, I know Tatum was dealing with a stinger, but I think he's fine. He'll battle through, especially after four days off. It really comes down to me just being Marcus and Rob, and Marcus being the most important in this situation. Um, So I'm just hoping that the four days off is enough. Last Celtics note here before we get a quick Red Sox and and get out on this Tuesday. Like I I don't know how I'm going to play it yet, but uh, Brian Barrett, our buddy, had, it's really has great stat. It's Brian Barrett on Twitter. If you're not following Barrett for all sorts of like real deep dive, dorky analytical stuff, love it. Uh, but it works out for us. It, it's it's helped me out in some gambling situations. And he's he's pointed out uh, the kid pool for Golden State, who's had this great run. Uh, you had Antoine Walker say he was a better player than Steph early in the playoffs, which is ridiculous. But he was playing really well. He's not a good defender. Uh, 21 possessions are even isolated by opposing teams so far in the playoffs. Those players are shooting almost 75% from the floor against Holy Poole. And I, I don't know, like, and it's pretty clear they're going to isolate Curry and Poole in this series. What I don't know yet, what I'll work on the next couple of days, Shime, is how we take advantage of that for a player prop in game one. Like, is that Marcus Smart? Is that Jalen Brown? With Poole? Is that Jalen Brown? Is that Jason Tatum? So I was looking at all those guys for point totals today, sort of wondering, and I'm going to reach out to Barrett to get his his idea because he goes through a lot of the, the deep analytics on this and get an idea of, like, who might that be? Because if they're going to isolate him, like, we know Ime's a good coach. Yep. We know they're going to go after him because they see what, what Barrett can see. So my thought is, like, if we can figure out who benefits from that the most, we can potentially use that for player props in game one. My feeling is is that off the bat, it's probably it's probably Jalen, right? Like because I, I think so. I assume I so. Clay is going to want to be up on Tatum as much as physically possible, and then you're going to see Andrew Wiggins too. Andrew Wiggins yep. saw a lot of time in the the last round against. Um, um, I was going to call him Darko. That's not fair. I can't think of Luca. Luca. Yes. <laughs> Darko. Luca. <laughs> Against Luca and did a pretty good job on him. So I think Wiggins will get his defensive turn. He's not Marcus Smart, but he'll get some swing. But right, Clay Thompson, probably the primary defender there. Yeah. And so if, if that's if that's who's targeting Tatum, then you're going to look to exploit whatever you can with Jalen Brown. And I understand that, you know, driving to the hoop, he's had a lot of turnover issues, but. He has also shown the ability to score a lot of points in these games. So I think there's a good chance that you could see Jalen try and exploit that uh, matchup with Poole. All right, so we'll keep an eye on that. We'll have a lot more on the Celtics. Reached out to a couple of guests uh, from a gambling perspective uh, for tomorrow and or Thursday to give us their ideas of what they're going to do with the NBA Finals. You can certainly help us out by following and subscribing to the podcast uh, on all your podcast feeds, iTunes, Spotify, the Odyssey app, rate and review. It's the only way, really the best way you can help us. Uh, It's a free podcast every single day detailing Boston betting. Uh, You can also send us a follow on social media, which is a huge help as well, and let people know that you're enjoying the show at BetQLBoston there uh, on Twitter. As far as the baseball goes, awful loss for the Red Sox. Awful weekend for the Red Sox. I'm sorry, there's no way of dressing it up. Like They lost uh, three of five against a bad Orioles team, and it's kind of crazy. They had this great stretch time where they went 13-7 and in a 20-game stretch here. Actually lost a half a game in the division. Which yeah, is that's just, crazy. When you fall behind like they have fallen behind, you 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 have to really take advantage. They're seven and fourteen against the AL East this year, which is atrocious. They get the lowly Reds here tonight. The Reds are a threat to have the fewest wins in baseball this year. They should sweep this two game series. And the guy pitching tonight, Luis Castillo, has been awful against uh, left-handed batters, hitting three twenty-four against them this year. The two home runs he allowed both game against lefties, six runs batted in, and two runs or two walks. All against lefties this year. Unfortunately, uh, one of the big sites that I use for player props, I only list two. <laughs> you can only bet two batters right now for some reason for total bases, which is Franchi and Jackie Bradley Jr. Um, but I'm sure if they listed at one and a half for Rafael Devers and or Alex Verdugo, 
I'll be in on those two lefties tonight in Daily Fantasy, Shime. So I can tell you from a FanDuel perspective, uh, I know we can't use FanDuel, but some of our listeners may be able to. Uh, Alex Verdugo for two-plus total bases, currently plus 110. Rafael Devers, uh, minus 120. Uh, I, I'm sure it's going to be a better number on on DK. Yep. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I over over one and a half total bases minus 120. I could I could suck it up and play that. But I want lefties tonight. I want left-handed batters against this guy who gets smoked by left-handed hitters. Yeah. That's that simple. Yep. That oh simple. yeah. Easy. And uh, I'm actually <laughs> I'll go back to the Red Sox total runs over four and a half. They brought the number down because the Red Sox stunk yesterday. So hopefully uh, that uh, works in our favor. Uh, and I will also say this, uh, people hoping for, like, positive news on sports betting here in Massachusetts. Sean, we have not done this much no. of this talk yet because the games have been so good. But I was reading from MassLive.com over the weekend. Um, and where we are now, I'll do this in 90 seconds and we'll say goodbye. So, basically, the House passed their bill, which yep. is a good bill. includes college betting. No, it's, like, very Great similar bill. to New Jersey. It's a good bill. The Senate passed their bill and it stinks. The Senate it's bill stinks. It's awful. No college betting. Uh, really limits what, how many you know, different betting options you have as a better. Like, really, really dumb. And now that some of the House uh, people involved in the House side are now starting to push back against this. The House Speaker, uh, Rob uh, Mariano, M-A-R-I-A-N-O, he's from Quincy. Uh, he's a Democrat, and he is really killing the Senate for this. Uh, he spoke over the weekend, and sort of, he mocked it. He mocked the bill because the, the the Senate side is saying how great it is for like restrictions and protecting you know problem gambling, and he made an analogy like to shopaholics as their credit card gets shut off, do we pay their bills when they when they are you know if they overspend? The answer Doesn't is no. Alcoholic get his credit card shut off when he buys too much booze. Like it's it's the same thing. Like it's he, you're not going to limit those. Why would you limit this? And here was the the couple highlights. Uh, uh, Mariano remains unconvinced on the Senate bill, saying Thursday it quote makes no sense. <laughs> not to deal with the two biggest collegiate sporting events. It's hard for me to figure out what the purpose of the Senate bill is. <laughs> Amen. This Mariano guy's a Quincy guy. He gets it. He gets uh, it. And also at the end of this, the, the conference committee members, so because both sides passed a bill, Sean, but they're different, they have to go to committee and try to work out the details. Yep. The, the, the session ends for the year on July 31st. Yeah. So you have basically eight weeks until we get there because tomorrow is June 1st. Um, they admitted – over the weekend, that as a Friday afternoon, the first committee meeting had yet to be scheduled. Of course. So, so we're not, you're we're not you're telling it. We're not me. Getting this. I know. I know. We're not. People think we are. I got these people that like. These I had guys. someone ask me. I was at a one year old's <sighs> birthday on Saturday. Somebody asked me. Oh, uh, so they legalize sports gambling in Massachusetts? <laughs> and I go, No, 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 no. You don't understand. They, they, the idea there is is passed. But now the House had to come up with their bill, which is a good bill, and then the Senate has theirs, not a good bill. Stinks. Now the two have to come to some ter- some kind of agreement by July thirty first in Massachusetts, and we're not going to get it. It's that's. How it is I'm going to be driving to New Hampshire for the rest of my life because these bozos can't just pass sports gambling in Massachusetts. It's stupidity. We're not getting sports betting. You said it. Oh. You're right. And I and it's again on. I, I give on like encore, and it's people around encore that like are the most aggressive to me saying how wrong I am. Oh, we 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 their sports books ready to go. They're ready. Yeah, great. It's great that you're ready to go. It's not. They're not going to pass it. Yeah. It's going to sit there. Eight, eight in this state. It would take eight months to get a consensus it's on so a sports dope. betting deal. And, and Mariano, in this state by the way, are so stuck in 1890. He is. He is constantly said like, without college betting, we're not going to do it. And until that changes, like I, we're not getting it. Shy. New Hampshire, no. Connecticut, like good luck, Mohegan Sun, my friends down there. Keep you know going to rake in the cash because this state does not get it. I need. They don't get it. 
because I don't think Florida has legalized sports gambling yet, at least mobile sports gambling. No, so you I need, go to casinos or like reservation. Yeah, I yeah. need Florida and I need North Carolina to pass it ASAP because I know they'll do it faster than Massachusetts. And those are the two places I travel outside of Massachusetts. So I'd love for them to pass it so that when I do travel, I can have some fun. Yeah, somebody reminded me in, uh, I mean, Maine is getting closer. But we're not close. Right, well, again, I'm, I, was, I, I have physical therapy to get to. I've gone way longer than I said I was going to go. Yeah. But mass sports betting eh, doesn't feel it like out. it's going to happen. Hashtag let us bet. All right, Shine, we're back tomorrow, buddy. Thank you. Can't wait, Matt. See ya.